0: Hope of the morning to you. Not much news on the Twins front, but hopefully we'll we'll keep you entertained as we try to fill a half hour. This is Locked On Twins. You are Locked On Twins. Your daily Minnesota Twins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. hey hello again and welcome back to locked on twins I'm your host Brandon Warren and you can unfollow me on Twitter at Brandon underscore w a r n e a quite apt metaphor for how my last few hours on Twitter have gone but that's not the point hanging out with me co-host and good friend answer Dave Brown Dave Brown how are we this Eve
1: don't play on Twitter Twitter will will bite back
0: well yeah, map yeah, it's like picking on a dog it's like uh the boy who cried wolf there was an old uh, looney tunes cartoon and he kept crying wolf and when they came back the third or fourth time he was inside the wolf and he was saying i'm a bad boy you also to look it up it's a really good old like 1940s style uh looney savory, maybe yep yep exactly i'll find it and share it with what people. about the boy who cried darren wolfson <laughs> that'd be a fun guest to have we love our doogie uh Thanks, though, for making Lockdown Twins your first listen every day. I know why you're here today, and we'll get to that in just a second. But we're free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Today's show brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. New customers join today, and you'll get $200 in bonus bets. That's a new amount, $200. If your first bet of $5 or more wins, visit FanDuel.com to get started. By the way, Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24/7 streaming channel on YouTube called Locked On Sports Today and any time of the day 24/7. We're covering the top sports of the stories of the day with local experts of Locked On plus national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and hit subscribe to the first ever national sports 24/7 streaming channel. And um Dave Brown, quite a surprising Notification to get on the Twitter machine slash X twins in agreement, Or actually I think it was a um, Seattle Mariners in agreement to trade with Minnesota twins to acquire second baseman. And then it cuts off. So obviously you have to open up the app to see, but teases trading as twins, trading a second baseman. And I think the writing's kind of been on the wall that the right, uh, the right move there was going to be Jorge Polanco. So um, initial thoughts, hearing, I think first, let's separate out the return. Just your thoughts about the Twins trading Jorge Polanco in a vacuum.
1: So you want to know what I think about him leaving? Yeah. Well, like you said, it was kind of, uh, it felt like it was inevitable. It was sort of those worst-kept secret sort of things that it was going to happen based on uh, uh, how the roster came together last year somewhat in, in Polanco's absence with other players, uh, Eduard and so forth at second base, he, he became uh, Polanco became expendable. So he's been one of their steadier guys in the middle of the lineup uh, for a number of years. So he'll be missed, but at the same time, um, the twins have uh, the depth to cover it. And they they got back some players uh, that, I think two or three of them I'm pretty excited about for the Twins. But, uh, you know, Polanco's – I'm not saying he lost a step, but he's – I'm wondering if that's coming soon. So I think it was the right move to move him as opposed to somebody else. And they uh, they got a decent return for him. We'll see if it, if it all works out. But as far as what we know at the moment, it looks pretty uh, optimistic.
0: And honestly, yeah, it's never easy to see a guy who's been in the organization as long as Jorge Polanco has uh, go. It's it's just not. And he was signed in that vaunted 2009 uh, IFA class with Max Kepler and Miguel Sano. So that's that's taking it back a ways. And so though the, to to do what they did as far as trading the more expensive older player it really shouldn't come as surprising based on everything we've kind of gathered about this offseason plus just reading between the lines of every young hitter that they seem to have coming up is an infielder of some form or fashion I mean I know they have outfielders but they also added one in the trade and we'll get to that in just a second but <clears throat> I guess yeah it's just it isn't that surprising it stinks from the standpoint of as fans they want players to root for that they know but with that said not that surprising. And there's definitely a path to the twins winning the trade that um, doesn't have to be all that difficult of a path to toe. If you ask me,
1: no, they they've given themselves some options with, with who's coming back and um, you know, they, they have depth at second base. So I'm not sure. I think, I think they're, they're covered as far as uh, Polanco goes, but it's, You know, they didn't add a number two starter. I was kind of hoping that they would maybe package Polanco and another player and get somebody from Seattle's rotation. Well, they did, but they didn't get the top of the rotation. They got Anthony Squifani who comes over. He was part of the Robbie Ray deal, I think, with uh, the Giants. Yep. And he started out really good last year, but then got – was it a flexor strain or a – Something in the elbow,
0: yeah, which – Yeah. Sometimes it's better use the Google.
1: It's a precursor to uh, Tommy John or bad things, but it it uh, it just required rest. So he didn't. He started out well, had this injury, uh, his stats went to heck after that, and then basically rested uh, toward the end of the season. So, but in 2021 and the beginning of 2023, but in 2021 he was really good. His first year as a free agent signing with the. It's a very intriguing, you know excellent player like uh you know sneaky number two or three starter good kind of player um i don't know yeah if we can count on that or not um but it's uh it's a good move if you know if you're not going to go out and really break the bank for somebody
0: yeah kind of shades of uh tyler malley where the numbers have been good in the past and you get the sense that they could possibly be good again there's the elbow question mark um and then also the fact that he's just a former red i think that's kind of icing on the cake but the the potential is there it remains for him to be like if you wanted to say to yourself that either one and one of joe ryan bailey ober chris paddock or anthony disclafani jumps up to be your number two starter this year it wouldn't be hard to sell me on one of those four, maybe even two, but they don't need more than that. So it, it, it's a defensible move. I still think they need to get another starter, even though that will bounce somebody from the rotation. Who's pretty good. Um, with that said though, I just, I don't know. I still need another starter.
1: Yeah. I don't know if it's going to happen or not. Uh, I don't at either. this point until later in the season. If depending on how things shake out, I think that's where they're at now. I don't, see them making another deal uh, anytime soon. I think this is, you know, th- this is who they're going with for now. Um, and it's uh, it's a little scary But on on the one hand, but I, I think, you know, it helps them a, a little bit in the Central Division. I'm not sure if it helps them do anything beyond that, but it, it cements them uh, as, a, as the favorites from that standpoint. And they, they needed to get somebody, and uh Di Sclafani, uh if he's healthy is is a is an excellent somebody so i think he's 33 he doesn't throw too hard you know for pitchers these days i think he's about 94 yeah. um still pretty good though still pretty good and uh if if rest is all this injury required to to be better then uh then he's got a chance to be really good 3 years ago now it's going to be He was excellent. He was, he's one of the more underrated pitchers in the league. He's 90th, 92nd percentiles as far as overall effectiveness.
0: And let's run down the full effect of the deal before we go to our first break. Twins shipping, Jorge Polanco for Justin Topa, right-handed reliever, uh, right-handed starter, Anthony Disclifani outfielder, Gabriel Gonzalez and pitcher uh, kind of a lottery ticket in Darren Bowen. Um, To me, the get here is Gabriel Gonzalez, and I believe I saw he was 79th in the most recent releasing of MLB prospects on Pipeline. They have already moved him over to the Twins' top 30, and he slots in fourth between Emmanuel Rodriguez and Marco Raya. Um, To get a prospect of that caliber, two pitchers who could throw anywhere from 50 to 150 180 innings combined 100 maybe even 200 uh and then a lottery ticket besides i think they did okay i think they did okay we'll come back and discuss that more um i do though want to take a quick second and uh bring you some information on a new sponsor actually uh one that's kind of fun it's uh food related so we'll be back in just like food yeah right Factor Meals is a new sponsor and if you want to get started on your resolutions or keep going on them as it were as we're coming up on the end of the first month of 2024 this is the way to go. Factor's ready to eat meals uh, are a delivery service and it takes the stress out of meal planning, sets you up for success in the new year. I know I'm trying to work out and get into a little better eating habits just to, you know, get my A1C stable and keep it down so I don't have to worry about any of that stuff uh and it just i feel better you know i feel better when i eat better i feel better when i work out i feel better when i get a good sleep schedule all of this comes together and uh factor meals is a big part of that you can skip the grocery stores the prep work the cooking fatigue and get chef crafted dietitian approved meals right to your door over 35 meals to choose from each week and if you're doing keto vegan vegetarian calorie smart whatever you're doing uh they have it and then 55 weekly add-ons besides. So you have all kinds of nutritious and healthy options to kickstart your uh, revolu- re- resolutions. Easy for me to say. Uh, so you've got all of these opportunities at Factor meals. Go to factormeals.com slash locked on mlb fifty and use the code M- locked on MLB50 to get 50% off. Again, locked on MLB50 at factormeals.com meals.com slash locked on. MLB fifty to get fifty percent off. Dave Brown, that's a lot of locked on MLB 50 to remember. So I'm gonna make sure people are aware again that uh factormeals.com slash locked on MLB50 and then locked on MLB50 is also the code. 50% off though. That's uh that's not bad. I like food, and so that only cool. gives you one phrase to remember, so that's good. Yeah. Uh, Double up on it, I guess. Uh, So, yeah, we're here talking about the Jorge Polanco trade. Um, No board was exchanged in the deal. That we know of. Uh, You you know the Dave Winfield trade story? Uh, Which one? Uh, From 1994. Uh, Go ahead. So the Twins, uh, it was was, while the strike was going on, but they weren't positive that they weren't going to come back yet. And the Twins traded gave Winfield to Cleveland and the, uh, the return cost was a a dinner somewhere that Cleveland picked up the, the check on. So
1: uh, that sounds
0: against the rules. Well, I also don't know that the, uh, the Dolans have ever picked up a meal, but I don't remember if they owned the team back then. So nevertheless, not the point today. Um, Not sure. Not sure. Gabriel Gonzalez is kind of the, not necessarily the headliner, like any one of, Desclafani, Topa, and Gonzalez could really stake their claim this year as being the best piece traded. Uh, Topa probably not as much just because he's a you know an early 30s reliever. He's going to probably reprise the Emilio Pagan role. Um, if we assume Desclafani can kind of do a Kentamaeda Meijer impersonation, uh, Chris Paddock gives you a nice little upgrade in the rotation uh, beyond that for maybe the back end. But again, they still need to add a starter. But um, getting a right-handed outfielder who's super young and still ascending again—I each of these pieces individually, I'm kind of like, okay, well, I can see pros and cons. Maybe not Gonzalez, just because he's such a, a young player. But like altogether, I, I think the Twins did just fine um, when they said it was four players coming back. And I was kind of texting back and forth with people. And I don't remember, did you say this too, where, you know, I kind of thought it was going to be a much lower, you know, people were having dreams of Emerson Hancock and, and, you know, woo and all those guys. And, uh, Nick Flair. No. Uh, Oh, right. David, David Flair, his son who had a cup of coffee at WCW in the late nineties. Um, <laughs> no, but I, I know what you mean. Uh, so, I don't know. Like, if, if I were to grade the deal, it's like a B-plus for me, A-minus, uh, because, yeah. again, so much it's, can change.
1: It's, it's, it's obviously very early to, to grade the deal. Right. But I was right. thinking A-minus, just yeah. feeling generous. I don't know. Uh, Gonzalez is, is very intriguing. He's 20 years old. He's a right-handed power hitter. He, uh pitch selection isn't naturally awesome, but it's okay. Uh, he's got a really good arm. He's not a center fielder. He's he's a corner. He mm-hmm. doesn't have the range for center. I think he's slowed down a bit since he, according to the scouting reports, since he's been a pro. But he's really, uh, I mean, uh, you mentioned, I don't remember where you had him in the pipeline, but Baseball America has him 66th in, in uh, 2023 overall. 66th, yeah. I mean, that's a good, you know, between the the depth and at Polanco, or the depth with Topa, Di Sclafani, and this kid, and we haven't even talked about the uh, you mentioned Bowen. lottery to get uh, the fourth player in the deal. I'm excited about uh, Gonzalez's possibilities in the future, and he's uh, he's just 20, uh, over 300 hitter, uh, not a, a whole lot of strikeouts, but a, a good arm and, and decent power, maybe. 475, 480 slugging percentage in the low minors. So uh maybe he can get to double A this year and finish. And then uh by the end of next year, maybe we'll see him in the majors.
0: Yeah, man. He was born in January of my senior year. So I'm definitely not loving that. But uh yeah, strong run at Modesto, little less good at Everett, but he was three and a half years younger than his average league contemporary at Everett this year in high A. A little over two years younger at Modesto in the California league. So it's not as though the fact that he went up and hit 216 with a 677 OPS in high A should be overlooked that he was young for the level. Um, Corner outfielder, right-handed hitter. He does give the twins something they don't have much of in their farm system. So honestly, if you told me they got Gonzalez for Polanco alone, I'd be like, I mean, they don't, they needed some pitching help, but value wise, I think I'd have been like, all right, whatever, you know? Um, so to get a few more pieces in addition to, like I said, that, and you said the lottery ticket, Darren Bowen um, again, I keep coming back to the fact that I think I am cool with the deal, honestly. Uh,
1: and Copa is one of those guys who just, uh, who took a, a while to uh, sometimes relievers do, I think he's 32 to, yep. uh, to become uh, an effective guy, but that, you know, I don't know how long the window is there, but like you said, that's a guy who can maybe fill Pagan's role or or something to that. Uh, you know, you can never have enough decent pitching, uh, in in the bullpen. Uh, you know, especially these days when, you know, starters, you know, if they get out of the fifth, it's, uh, you know, it's a cause for celebration. So, um, it's, uh, got some key pieces to help the organization, you know, two guys that I think they're going to count on to be, uh, among the 26 guys for most of the season yep. so, and um, and two guys that to help maybe for the future. So uh, considering that and the money that they got and the financials and where Polanco is in his life and his career and his contract, it's a, it's a good day.
0: Yep. Yeah. Uh, Eric Longenhagen, friend of the show, former guest for Fangraphs in July Wrote the following on Darren Bowen. So he had Bowen twenty-second in his Mariners farm write up. I believe he does not appear in the top thirty unless he snuck into the top thirty with his trade for Seattle. I'm gonna check that just to be sure, but I believe not. Uh no, he's not in the top thirty, but he is um or no, I guess he would be over on the twin side now. So I don't know what I'm looking for. Uh on the twin side, okay, he's twenty-eighth. So again, um, yeah, twenty-eighth. It's Whatever, but Eric Longenhagen said this. Uh, Bowen is an exciting Division II prospect from UNC Pembroke, whose per outing innings count is being brought along slowly at Modesto. Bowen is a college-age prospect, but extremely lanky and projectable and already one of the harder throwers in the system, Mariner's system at the time. Uh, working only two innings at a time, but his fastball is averaging just shy of 95 miles per hour. Slider is big natural action that will be need to be manicured and located more pricely than Bowen has to this point. Uh, watch Modesto games, and you'll see that opposing right-handed hitters have a really hard time parsing his two-pitch mix and end up taking front-door sliders for strikes. Arm actions, as long as Bowens, aren't typically well-suited for changeup development, but he's usually in a great position at foot strike, and he's super-loose athlete. For now, he's a wonderful developmental prospect whose pro career is just underway. So to me, that screams, hey, this guy will probably be a reliever. He's probably going to throw the piss out of the ball. And if he develops a change-up, they'll give him a look in the rotation. But as far as fourth pieces in a trade, you can do a lot worse than this. And if he's going to
1: throw the piss out of the ball, remember, uh, wash your
0: hands. Yes. And Moises Alou, I think, is uh, staunchly in favor, though. So, I was just
1: thinking about him the other day. I, I, I've always wondered if he really meant it or he just was, like, admitting to peeing in the shower. And this was his
0: way of turning it into something else. Uh, Maybe. I don't know. I was talking about FanDuel. When we come back, we'll wrap up the show. We'll talk a little bit more about this trade because uh, there's still a lot of meat on the bone. But first, a word from FanDuel. All right. Happy Super Bowl to all who celebrate from FanDuel, America's number one sports book. It's the 49ers and the Chiefs. If you're like me, Super Bowl Sunday, it's all about scoring the best seat on the couch, grabbing your favorite football snacks, and placing some super bets. So Super Bowl Sunday for me is about the food. It's about the friends. The game, obviously, a huge deal. And then the commercials are pretty fun, too. Uh, music, eh, I, I don't care about as much. But uh, how about you, Dave? I mean, you're in one of the cities represented in the big game. Are you uh, Are you excited about it? Do you have anything you're really anticipating? Or is it more just, eh, another game? Well, I do want to see if Taylor is going to make this flight. Uh, the
1: International Dateline will help her, I guess, get from her concert in Japan. So she's not she's not going to perform, but you said music, so I uh, thought it that. And uh, you know, my my twelve year old daughter's very much a Taylor Swift fan and and liked Travis Kelsey before. So that they're together, energy, absolutely. So I I just I think Patrick Mahomes is like. Uh, at quarterback is like watching Michael Jordan. So, uh, I hope everybody appreciates uh his his uh, his goodness.
0: Yeah. And there's plenty of ways you can bet on the big game. Uh FanDuel has so many ways for you to end the season with a W or two or three and you can do prop bets even. Uh so not only who will win Super Bowl 58, but who will score a touchdown, how many points will be scored, you name it, it's available. New customers join today and you'll get 200 bucks in bonus bets. For your first bet of $5, that wins. So just visit Fanduel.com slash locked on to sign up. That's Fanduel.com slash locked on. Make every moment more with Fanduel, the official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Dave Brown, I had kind of a random thought today. I think if Travis, Kelsey, and Taylor Swift get married, former Vikings wide receiver Travis Taylor should be the officiant.
1: Oh, because of the the shared names is yeah, holy man,
0: yeah, right. Both I mean, Christian names for them. I don't know. Uh, it's never going to happen to to that. But I just it's, that's where my brain's at. Most you don't think it.
1: they're going to get married? Are you a naysayer? No, I mean,
0: Travis, Travis Taylor won't be invited. I oh. don't think. Um, maybe like Terrell Owens, but eh, probably not. Travis Taylor. Uh, but I digress quite frequently. Um, so, where do the twins go from here? Again, Descalfani, if he's starting on your 5th or Myers. Day, <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Don't quit. Uh, I was going to say don't quit your day job, but that feels really insensitive. I apologize. Um, yeah, I don't really have one. But so, yeah. Yeah. How do I come back from that? Um, Descalfani as your Kenta. Topa as your Pagan. Gonzalez as your, uh, I don't know. And... Basically, it's something you don't have. So that's good. Your new
1: Celestino. No. Yeah.
0: Good. Or, and then Bowen, who, again, kind of like Churio at the back end of that uh, Arise for Lopez trade. If you get something, it's pretty cool. And if not, nothing wage or nothing lost.
1: Uh, Topa five years ago.
0: <laughs> What's that? Like Topa five year, was five uh, years ago. Exactly. Like, yeah. He yeah. And he's developing. There, I saw a video. Uh, well, okay. So I saw one thing that said that the Mariners back in when they drafted Bowen um they think that it's possible they stole him like where they got him in the draft yeah i want to say it was like the 13th round and um you say that about all the picks at that time especially prospect guys they're looking for you know just good things to say about these guys cuz they're still kids after all but um topa there's a video of him i want to say is in is with the brewers maybe like 2020 and he just has this ridiculous slider. And if you know anything about the Twins and this front office, they have an obsessive relationship with the slider. Uh, Desclafani throws it a ton, which again is a, a curious proposition with his elbow issues. But um, yeah, that's his best pitch for sure. Yeah, when yeah. It works. So, I don't know. I mean, I, again, I I think I keep coming back to the fact that I did. I think they did fine. This can't be the end of the off season. It just can't. Uh, They're at 40 on the 40-man roster. No 40-man implications here as uh, both Bowen and Gonzalez are not 40-man needs at this point. So one out, two in. The claim of Bubba Thompson had gotten them to 39. So they're even at 40 right now. So any move they make from this point on, they'll have to have a corresponding move. Although with that said, the closer they get to spring training, they can put guys on the 60-day IL. So they may not have to get all that creative either.
1: With the with Mal Polanco gone, does that uh mean like Kyle Farmer is a little more likely to stay?
0: Uh yeah, the 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 the, the steam seems to be that, yeah, he's he's probably gonna stick around. Um but with that said, if someone comes offering and you still have Lily Castro and Nick Gordon and all the infield prospects besides I'm sure you can listen because if a guy like Jorge Polanco brings back this much, and again, I love Jorge Polanco. He's a great player, but he's not a superstar and he plays second base farmer, certainly not a superstar, but a a useful player, you know, is he, is he better than Isaiah Kiner Falefa? Are they kind of in a similar vein? Sure. Those players have value. So maybe somebody calls and says, Hey, for Kyle farmer, we'll give you, you know, our number seven prospect. And it's a, Left-handed pitcher who throws 92 but has a really good slider. You, maybe they do that. I don't know. Um, but it does open up. And I think it, it's it's rude to say someone is addition by subtraction. Usually that's for malcontents, guys who are declining, or like Aubrey Huff if he's leaving the country. Like, that's addition by subtraction. Did he? he was talking about it on Twitter today. I asked him how soon he was leaving, but he didn't answer. Um, oh, he's he. Aubrey Huff's Twitter is back? I guess uh, he was talking about foreign women being more subservient. It was pretty gross, but should he be talking? Uh, no, no, he's just working on his next divorce. And what I said to him was, yeah, how quickly <laughs> are you leaving? Well, he's, and worn. I don't feel bad though. He's a scumbag anyway, nevertheless, um, all of that is addition by subtraction. It's not fair to say that about Polanco, but it will open up opportunities for other players to provide more value Edward Julien. Um, Julien not playing first. Maybe it means more Kirillov, more Miranda over there. Royce Lewis gets a full crack at third base. He probably was going to anyway, but you know what I mean. Um, it's not addition by subtraction in the negative sense, but it's clearing a log jam so that logs can flow more freely, to use a metaphor, a uh, lumberjack metaphor, I guess, Paul Bunyan, whatnot. Are we still
1: planning are – the, are the Twins – what is uh, th- one aspect of the D trade that we didn't really talk about yet? What uh, What's up with Louis Varland at this
0: point? Are we still stretching starter him out? He'll be starter six probably. Um, I think the worst kept secret is that they, they believe in him and would give him that opportunity if it ar- arises in season. You know, you send him back to St. Paul, let him stretch out to four innings. You go 50, 65, 80, 100 pitches and whatever. But they don't want it to be something they lean on. I think it is something that they want him to force upon them by just dicing it either in the bullpen or over in St. Paul. I think they're going to roll six deep with this bullpen with Fieldbar and Varland and Jax and Duran. And um, who am I missing? Stewart and... Uh, oh, yeah, Topa. Or not overrun. Um, right. What's that? No, uh i we'll, will be back. Cody Thunderbrook. Cody Thunderbrook, Alcala is gonna be in the mix. Um, and beyond that, Josh I mean Stalmont. and jo- yeah, Josh Dalmont's probably gonna be at the front end of that bullpen to start if he's healthy. Uh it's a it's a good bullpen. Um I, I prefer this to signing a reliever, especially because if you're gonna get a reliever for a one year deal, they're probably not gonna be as good as Topa. So I think they did well there. Um but yeah, I, what am I missing? What what am I missing from the analysis of the deal that you would kick in?
1: Well, that's certainly an open-ended question, isn't it? Um, we
0: have two minutes, so take your time.
1: We, we don't have to use up all the two minutes. Okay, one thing. Uh, does this do anything negative to the clubhouse? A Polanco, a guy who right. you Been mentioned coming up the way he is. Uh, you know, Is there now a, a, a hole there? of leadership no. or a vacuum or something like that?
0: No, I don't think so. I think Royce Lewis steps in and fills any leadership vacuum there. And I think this team is run by three players. Carlos Correa, Byron Buxton, and, the and Pablo Lopez. Oh, no, Pablo Lopez. <laughs> Pablo Lopez, who's sounds like an A-plus human being. Um, yeah, it, it stinks to lose a good team. It st- stinks to lose a good dude. But I, I don't think there will be unrest or anything like that. I think Polanco's got that quiet demeanor that quite like rah-rah guys to me that the value in that is overstated in baseball anyway, but nobody is expecting him to lead. I think Carlos Correa is expected to do that. Buxton Pablo, uh, you know, a few other guys obviously can uh, Royce Lewis has that magnetic personality. You and I discussed that a plus dude. Also um, this, uh, uh, this last weekend during twins fest, Um, a guy like Polanco where he, I I think is valuable from a, uh,
1: one of those intangible standpoints in the clubhouse is um, somebody whose temperature doesn't get too hot or too cold. And you need yep. people like that over six months, 162 games, the long season, you need yep. some guy that you're, you're like, Oh, there's Jorge over there being Jorge. Everything's going to be okay. Kind yep. of stuff. So yep. I think that that's something where somebody else, a, a younger player is going to have to step up and, you know, be that, uh, sponge,
0: if you will. Ultimately, I thought it would be a hard trade to make because I didn't know if teams would value him enough to make it happen, but I think it did. And it's surprising that this is the first huge trade that we can say that Derek Falvey and, uh, Jerry DePoto collaborated on. So yeah, that's all we have time for though, Dave Brown. Thank you so much for hanging out everyone. Uh, good deal for the twins. I think Dave and I both agree, but for now we have to get out of here and thanks and we'll see you tomorrow night.